So this bolt of lightning shot across the universe and inspired me with the idea that we have to do a podcast. And that's what I wanted to tell you. We should do a podcast. Okay, bye. Feature creep. Colon. Built in microwave. Semicolon. Oh, fun with random. Fun with random. Yeah. So uh the I think we should just tell the whole story. Okay. The long version of it. Long we're version. Gonna, this is gonna be a long one anyway. So yeah. Sure. So um yeah, everybody settle in, buckle up or whatever you need to do, or sit down or get your go get your popcorn. We'll wait. Mm-hmm. We'll wait. It's no problem. I'm done waiting. You're done waiting? All right, we're just going to go. We're just just gonna pause go. it if you need to. If, yeah. Anyway, you you do you. Um, Isn't your whole house wired for audio at this point? You can't just... Like, right, just We know you're not at work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Put us um, on the surround sound. It'll be fun. Right? Yeah. On the old hi-fi. The old hi-fi. Oh, my grandfather used to love hi-fi. My English grandfather. He was... Uh, he was super into hi-fi. He had this old stereo. so oh great. Like all the silver and chrome knobs and the like. Mm-hmm. But the like when they were actually metal and yeah, anyway, yeah. the brushed aluminum and the weird like faux, like the little veneer wood paneling on mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the old like jazz records that he'd get out or like, oh, the philharmonic, like like oh those God. kinds of like records, yes. like the the big old orchestra mm-hmm. re- or recordings. Um, in stereo, hi-fi stereo. Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh, he'd love that. He'd sit in his armchair in the, in the den. This is living. This is living. Um, smoke is like copious amounts of cigarettes and drink oh, tea. God. So much tea. Just drink tea like a fucking just. His yeah. kidneys must have been like, ah, uh-huh. between like the tea and the nicotine. Yep. Just like, I can't keep up. Yeah. So anyway, uh, words, uh, fun, fun with random. Fun with random. So, um, there i always i knew about this website for a long time um but there was this weird sort of kismet of meeting um that of how i so okay so there's this website called sevensanctum.com and it's just got a bunch of random generators for generating um different ideas mm-hmm. and uh and so it'll be like names for characters or like fantasy names like themes and stuff it's got really cool stuff like the one that we're looking at right now is science fiction medical tool generator and it generates names like adaptable adaptable bone what is that word resecute resecutor resuscitator resuscitator yes you're right i'm so sorry okay no it's not it's It's not resuscitator it is a nonsense word it is r-e-s-s-e-c-u-t-a-t-o-r resecutator resecutator i don't know that it's fantastic it could be a real word i have to look that up because i so while you look it up I'll, i'll continue talking so this um I knew about this website because a long time ago I got really into um It's not a word. It's not a word. No. Fantastic. Um well it is now. It is now. It is now. It's now. We can't say it but it's a word. Yeah. Um I got really into um a game called NetHack and there was a game before it called Rogue and these are these kind of fall into this genre of games that are um the content is uh algorithmically generated which okay and and so you there's so there's an algorithm that generates the content of the game so each time you play it it's a relatively unique experience Uh aha yes okay and so fun and rogue 
the original rogue is is a very simple top down dungeon explorer where you move a single icon character on the screen mm-hmm. one square at a time yep. and other monsters <clears throat> like Zelda kind of kind of like Zelda yeah and you move through these dungeons but each time and there's like a number of le- levels that you go down into the dungeon and then mm-hmm. eventually you reach some bottom level and you get an amulet and you come back up and that's the that's how you win the game okay um and each dungeon level is progressively more difficult with gnarlier monsters but there's more exciting weapons and and things that you can find and so most of the content is procedurally generated which means that um, each time you play the level you don't know the layout of the level the first level is always a different layout when you first start there might be secret rooms you don't know where they're going to be so does it mean you can't like practice and get better at it well you can in the sense some of the mechanics of the game don't change for instance like the combat and the moving and the, the various weapons and things i think they were fairly fixed in the sense that a dagger was always a dagger and a sword was always a sword and this magic wand. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, so NetHack kind of took that to the next level and NetHack was a same, similar version of that, except that you could play, it was more of a role playing game where you could play different kinds of character classes. So you could mm. be like a mage or a, yeah. uh, like a rogue, or you could a be warrior, a fighter or a warrior, etc. Yeah. yeah. And they would kind of start archetypes. out differently. Yeah. Archetypes and they'd have different stats. So you could, um, and then part of the game was discovering which spells, which scrolls were what spell. So there was like a finite number of spells Mm -hmm. um, and a finite number of potions. But when you started, they were undiscovered. So you would just find a green potion and you didn't know if this version, that green potion was a healing potion or poison. Sure. Sure. Until you drank it. And there were different ways you could test to find out. So you could learn about the mechanics of the game and then get better at it. Um, you could build your skills, but yeah. you couldn't build like you couldn't build up knowledge of the layout, right? Or what the yeah. So there were just and so, um, pardon me, of course. And so I became really enamored with the idea of procedurally generated games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's quite a few of them when you start to look into it. And some games only use portions of it; other games use it more extensively. And that's when I ended up finding out about the Seventh Sanctum which was this, um, you know, when you're kind of reading about it, they're like, oh, well, this this website has a whole bunch of procedurally generated content, which in this case is, as we just talked about, science fiction medical tool generator is one of the generators they right. have on there. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so then what was interesting was that um, one day last year, I got it in my head that I was going to draw. I just wanted to draw or something. And I thought I was on YouTube and I thought, oh, I'll see what other people are drawing. Yeah. And I saw this, um, this YouTube video of this man drawing a, a spaceship mm-hmm. and I started kind of getting into it and he talks a lot and he has a very, <clears throat> like a really interesting personality. He's a very interesting person. The way that he approaches and thinks about the world is just really enjoyable and yes. just very relatable and wonderful and very like pure mm-hmm. and like, um, it's very uh, genuine. Yeah. And so um, this, so that's Completely how I just lacking avarice. Yes. And so that's how I discovered Peter draws. And so the interesting thing about that video being the first one that I watched, I won't forget is mm-hmm. that he, he was using the seventh sanctum to generate aspects of this spaceship that he was drawing. And so he would come up with these weird names and then he would draw just his interpretation of it and then add it as a label. And um, I think even, derived the spaceship name and type from one of these generators in order to kind of envision and start the process. Yeah. And so that was this weird crossover of this thing from my past that I hadn't really thought about in a long time. And then, Mm -hmm. um, 
<laughs> so here we are and i thought oh well here we are it's kind of in the evening around nine o'clock or so and we were i was thinking what should we do and i thought well we had a really good time with the words with random yeah that was super fun it was super fun and i thought well rather um we didn't have time to like fully prep for this one. So I thought, well, we, what we could do is just kind of read off some of the fun names and then do some interpretation. Mm-hmm. And so we can procedurally generate the content of this podcast That's right. by using this pro- this product or I, this particular program. This is very exciting. It is very exciting. So um, I'm going to roll the die here, so to speak, and okay. generate some names. And let's see. So what do you... Uh, just a second. Let me do the thing and all right so what do we got here okay so uh, we've got computerized sterilizer so that's fairly mundane uh, I that makes me feel <clears throat> better than human sterilizer I, it does I, I I mean I think that's the thing about um, hominid sterilizer hominid sterilizer <laughs> 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 uh, that could be actually interpreted in very very da- dangerous ways um oh my god speaking of which i just read an article today yeah. today that was published like just recently yeah about the gut biome and its effect on parkinson's disease oh really yeah um i've been fascinated by this for some time because I came across this information while I was researching another problem that I had that is not Parkinson's disease. Oh, that's good. But anyway, um, this article I was reading was talking about the biome and then said something about scientists are now getting to realize that like the, your gut biome is actually hugely important to you functioning as an organism. Right, right. And um, sometimes the microorganisms in your gut can escape and infect other parts of your body that are sterile and i'm like okay that paradigm has got to go the idea that anywhere inside of a human body is sterile is nonsense Mm -hmm. it doesn't even make sense to say that anymore right anyway i just thought i'd throw that in there since we're talking about medical terminology i was like god damn it you had me up to that point right right yeah it's (sighs) there are no sterile parts of the human body yeah i mean it's fungal hyphae are everywhere in all of your tissues yep including your brain yeah it's crazy there is that your bladder people are always like well urine is sterile no it's not it's not i mean it's as close it's all relativity right i mean not (sighs) relativity but it's all relative like it and uh, yeah i anyway i your point is well taken and it is Yeah. yeah back to the generator back to the generator so um okay so what else got uh dimensional myo cutter Oh, that's kind of interesting. I kind of like the word dimensional when it's a, um, is that adjective? Yes. Yeah. I like the idea of, yeah. Cause it's describing something. Yeah. So when you add, add the word dimensional to it, yeah. Dimensional Ned, dimensional Meg. <laughs> Welcome to our dimensional podcast. Um, have you ever seen, did you ever watch, um, uh, adventure time? I have seen Adventure Time. Uh, that like, I love some of the adjectives he uses. He's like, it's mathematical. <laughs> I don't remember that, but that's good. Oh uh, yeah, the language in that show is fantastic. <clears throat> um, it's really, it's really descriptive and like very like it, it's, it's really creative and really fun. It's a delight. Yeah. Um, okay, here's one. So, lingo thermometer. Lingo thermometer. Uh huh. This is like your bullshit barometer. Your bullshit barometer. (laughs) Very closely related. Neutronium brace. 
This is when I throw my back out getting mad at somebody. I need one of these. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when my back is thrown out from throwing my hands up in disgust and disappointment. Warp saloscope? Siloscope? Oh, that sounds like something that you would put into a nasal cavity. Right. Let's get some more. Let's see what else there is. Uh, bionic clot cutter. Oh, that uh, one's good. That one's pretty good. Um, that's like little nanobots that go in and deconstruct clots. Yeah, they clotted. break up clots as they. Yeah, it's like I think this is pretty much actually a real thing. <laughs> right, or it will be soon. Yeah, <laughs> like within the next year. <laughs> right. Um, we got dimensional sterilizer. Oh, well, that's super important. Uh-huh. I mean, some of these are kind of hilarious. Liver separator. Um, Ew, the gland chemo fuser. Uh-huh. Glands so are gross. Glands are gross. They are. Glands are gross. Glands deal with, like, the gross parts of being a corporeal body. Yeah, but they're so... <sighs> I mean, but they... When your glands are involved, nothing is good. It's never good news. Glands also lead to feeling good. They're the things that excrete the things that change your chem- internal chemical state in a way that makes you feel good and happy. Like when you're. What glands are you using? <laughs> <laughs> the good ones. The good ones. Yeah. Oh, you don't have them or yours are truncated because you're a lady. Yes. That's what you're supposed to say. Right. Exactly. You don't have the capacity for the human experience that I do. Right. Because <laughs> we are so different. As evidenced by the fact that one of us has an Audi and one of us has an Innie. Right. And we're not talking about belly buttons. Right. <laughs> this is why neither of us is, works in the medical field, by the way. That's right. Currently, we are both well. gain, gainably, 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 underemployed. Uh-huh. Underemployed. Um, interfaced aspirator. Like, this is the, this is an aspirator that is over-engineered. So... This is an aspirator that had a UX designer get a hold of it. Oh, God, I hate it already. I, it's asking me to say things out loud. Uh-huh. I'm picturing my yes. interaction with this yeah. thing, and I'm like, representative. Yeah, it's it's something that was designed, like, th- the UI got away from it, and it's, like, no longer relevant to what it's actually supposed to be doing. And so it's just, but what's the user experience? Well... You know, maybe they'd feel better if it was in a nice fuchsia color. Oh, my God. But it needs to aspirate. That's not really important for the user experience right now. There's this focus on the user experience has just ruined everything. It's so it. You know what it feels like? It feels like a huge step backwards that eventually it's going to get caught right back up to where the rest of us already are. Yep. Yep. Like, yeah, we understood that you guys wanted to take this detour over there to like really fully flesh out the idea of what it means to be interfacing with something. I feel like David Foster Wallace wrote about this in fucking uh, Infinite Jest. Yes. When he talked about like everybody in the giant footnotes uh-huh. where he talks about like everybody getting their avatars. Yes. And not yeah. answering their own doors at home. And, like, yep. uh, and then it just gets back to where everybody's like, I just look like myself now. Right. Yeah. And these like levels of abstraction and things that just are really irrelevant. Um, Oh man. Oh, what is this one? Bladder ultra eliminator. I need that. It's like, 
it, this is what this is is um this is star trek level of technology where they basically beam the urine right out of your bladder you don't have to yeah. go to the bathroom it just beams just out yes immediately. this sounds great i drink so much water that i pee a ton and people notice it like i go piece of free like is something wrong with you no i drink like two gallons of water a day it's got to go somewhere uh-huh <laughs> um there's that resuscitator double down. So magnetic res- resecutator and quantum resecutator. Quantum resecutator. So you actually have to use these together. Um, and so when you're doing like a resection. Oh, there's a magnetic one too. Magnetic, yeah. quantum, and virtual. Oh, and virtual. Right. So all three of these function <laughs> together. So you have the magnetic and quantum together in the physical plane. The virtual is what how you interface with it. Um, so you use the virtual resuscitator or secutator um, in order to control the magnetic and quantum resecutators in tandem oh my God. while you're doing the procedure. Sounds like a balancing act. It is, but I, you know, I mean, that's why that's why you have to go through four years of medical school on top of a normal degree, right? Um, I mean, you guys get it. I'm a resecutator specialist <laughs> now. Uh. Interfaced aspirator, liver separator, stabilized aqua probe. Stabilized aqua probe. Ugh, that sounds like something that you put into like the vitreous portion of your eyeball. Yes. Oh, gross. Oh, it's a very complicated procedure, but it's basically yes. for fixing uh, detached retinas. <sighs> yep. I mean, you're really going to wonder at some point during this process if it wouldn't have just been better to live with a detached retina. Right. <laughs> So should we go off and I, since I talked about it, I feel like we should maybe um, look at the, um, where's the, the ship name generator. Oh Hold on. yeah. Spaceship models. I, this is, so Excellent. this is where it came from. Okay. Um, let me zoom in here a little bit. So dimensional heavy utility annihilator. Oh, I need one of those. Uh huh. Let me, Make it a little experimental more. medium macro devastator oh so good um oh my god yeah where do we even begin this list is exactly what we were looking for yeah so uh indefinite range light explorer so that one um that's so in the earlier expansion days of the empire that was what they used quite a lot of because they mm-hmm. were basically looking for like these were the scouts right right um i mean once they kind of like reached the edges of the galaxy they've kind of fallen out of disuse at this point mm-hmm. um i think they mostly f- use the dimensional heavy utility and i later most of this time i mean we're living in a time when it's like if they don't like a planet they just get rid of it which is right super unethical but you know, you're only one person. There's nothing I can do about it. I didn't. They didn't ask me. Had they? Had they? We'd be having a very different conversation right now. Exactly. Yeah. I I like the multifunction heavy carrier. Yes. Yep. Got a few of those strategic drop ship. Yep. Yeah. Those are. That's. Uh, we're talking now. We're talking uh, aliens. Transchrononal heavy mine layer. Oh shit! That's that's some like heavy combat. Oh, variable civilian hyper investigator. Oh, I like this. <laughs> so, in our version of the far off future, there's still cops. Uh huh. <laughs> Fucking great. Fucking great. 
Let's roll the dice again and see what we get. Okay. Uh, let's see. How do I? There we go. I'd like uh, things that are upsetting to nice suburban mothers generator. Oh, yes. Like. <clears throat> what's Karen ba- mad about? What's now? Karen mad about now generator? Uh-huh. What would those things be? It would be like. It'd be some combination of like volume. Like somebody's making more noise than she thinks they should be making. Yep. Yep. Somebody's having more fun than her, which is always. Always. Yeah. Uh, and she wasn't invited. What she's really upset about is you didn't even invite me. Right. So we could do this. We could write one of these. We could have one of these up on the website. Um, something about schedules. Yeah. Something about scheduling. Um, definitely anything to do with order, uh, like purchases being incorrectly handled. Oh man. Um, anything in the service industry, any mishap in the service industry, I'm guessing hundred percent. Um, I, there's just so many. I'm like, my brain's going faster than I can of, get them out I of know. my mouth. A lot of stuff about dogs and kids, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Dogs and kids. Um, dogs and kids. Pets and Elderly general. parents. Elder, elderly parents. Elder care. Um, I, I especially think people enjoying themselves. Um, people who look at at all different than her. And motherhood. Motherhood. Just yep. in general. Right. Um men 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 yeah well i feel like she should get a pass on that one a little bit Do you know what i mean yeah They're, we're we're not great we don't have a good track record as a as a as a participant in the human race men have not done well you know i other- think that men are alive because women have not learned to reprioritize their to-do lists on the fly Yeah. And being a person who has to take care of shit and keep a household running distracts you from murder a lot of the time. Because you just never quite get around to it. That's why we, Ironically, that's why we the fact that men never help with housework is, is the, the only reason, reason they're, they're still alive. alive. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. Um you wash those dishes for me, you're gonna find a big old knife right. in your back. Right. Like, this is why I don't. This is why I don't live with a woman because I, uh, I, I think of them as cats. Like, mm-hmm. they if would, you're running water in the sink to rinse those dishes, I have audio cover and I can sneak up, and you've never heard me coming. Right. <laughs> never hear me coming. <laughs> Thanks for washing those dishes for me. Uh huh. For the last time. Like you said, dead bodies are better than live bodies. They're, they're a lot just easier. easier to deal with. They're more predictable. <laughs> uh huh. You know, they yeah. they sit where you leave them. They right. don't get up and wander off on their own. That's true. They don't. Yeah, they yeah. just kind of sit there waiting for you. Yep. So, like, like a lot of men. Well, sometimes it's hard to tell the difference. <laughs> Corpses and men come up with about the same number of good ideas on average. I think. Oh snap! That's a good one. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, anyway, I was gonna. I. I, well, Wait, I was where's gonna, the Miss Andre? The, the like, Miss Andre right. generator. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. First run multifunction far range spatial light lander. Oh, I like that. That's so great. That one's obviously made by a woman. <laughs> it's got like six, seven, 
seven things in the title. One, two, three, four, five, six, three hyphens, uh-huh. nine words. I would say that that a woman designed and created the very capable craft and a man inflicted that name on her. <laughs> very good. Because it's hyphenated. Which I, means that at best she could hold on to her last name if she agreed to hyphenate. I like this one. And it's Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and it's not even necessarily that particular man who inflicted it on her. It's a societal problem. Yes. Like, you know, it's like... Structural. It's through... It's She landed on that name through attrition because <laughs> she first she got her husband to agree that she could have her own name. <laughs> and he said, yeah, okay, I'm supportive of this. So then mm-hmm. she went to go change her name or to keep her name. But then she ran into a mountain, a slew of just like institutionalized sexism, right? Right. Where it's like, oh, well, yes, but if you keep your name, then you won't have any legal claim to say your own children right. or any of the other things that you've now legally entered into a binding agreement with uh, about this. Yeah. I mean, you will technically, but because you don't have the same last name, you're going to have to have this argument every day. Every day of your life. Okay, I guess I'll hyphenate. Oh, well, you want to hyphenate. Okay, but how long is your last name? Because that's <laughs> going to be a problem. I mean, really, would you consider doing this? And then in the end, she ended up with this name for her ship, but she doesn't care because she designed a fucking kick-ass ship. I right. mean, she cares, but what are you going to do? you got to choose your do? battles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. So... Right. If I could prioritize better, I'd have a ship with a single word name and you'd be dead. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but I just didn't get around to it. yet. Just didn't get around to murdering you yet. Um, I like the light medical hyper devastator. <laughs> love that. It's like so oxymoronic. It's, so oxymoronic. it's just a light devastator, right. a light hyper devastator. Yeah. Not a heavy hyper devastator. Right. right. With some medical features. In medical. There. I mean, this is not just about warfare. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, refitable short range intergalactic orbital mine layer. Is that the one I already said earlier? It's so hard. They're so. Yeah, sometimes they, I mean, they get real similar ones. I like that one of them is just destroyer. Destroyer. Done. See, of that one, a woman had creative control from start to finish. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. What does this do? Destroy shit. What are you calling it? Destroyer. Destroyer. Done. Dead. Variable dimension. Man's gone. Single word for the spaceship. Destroyer. My job here is done. <laughs> My job is done. <laughs> I have eliminated the penis. Uh huh. Boop. Boop. Um, variable dimensional outer system light wartime macro mine layer. <laughs> so good. Or the the laboratory short range subspace outer systems peacetime offensive fighter. Yeah, like the experimental refitable. So there's the refitable short range intergalactic orbital mine layer. Yep. And then there's the experimental refitable indefinite range interstellar mine layer. So good. Well, so the experimental one is they're basically they when they retrofitted it with the inf- indefinite range systems, um, that's when they had to designate it as experimental because it's not quite resolved yet. They're not sure. Right. It hasn't come back yet. Hence the indefinite range. <laughs> If we don't ever, know. We yeah. just don't know. Right. If it ever comes back, we'll know. We'll know then. Right. <laughs> Heavy covert strategic transport. Oh, so good. These names are just fantastic. Yep. Let's get a few more. Okay. Let's see if we get any new ones. Configurable short range assault fortress. 
I love that one. I want to live in a configurable short range assault fortress. Right. It has to move. Right. It moves around. This is like Howl's moving castle, but it weaponized. Is, yeah, but weaponized. Well, it's an assault fortress. Um, Far range interstellar troop devastator. Laboratory planetary planetary atmospheric utility bomber. Long range light infiltrator. Oh, that sounds terrifying. It does. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds really terrifying. Give me chills. Ah, medium range planetary medium assault super dreadnought. Prototype short range offense transport. Peacetime spy. Peacetime spy. Spatial lander. Oh, short range trans coronal secret defender. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. So, what are the, like, does it hang out in the sun's corona until there's, like, something to defend and then it pops out and does the secret defense? Wait, I think it's chrononal. Chrononal. Oh, it hangs out in time. So, it's about time. Nice. Oh. Oh, that's hard. Yep. Short range transchrononal secret defender. I love so spatial lander doesn't translate auditorily very well because you might think I'm talking about space, but what I'm really talking about is spatial s p a t i a l, which is a different kind of space, but not the kind of space that you think of when you're talking about starships. Right. Punny. Punny. Punny space. Spatial Punny lander. <laughs> spatial lander. Lander. Um. Ah, uh, God. Okay, so they have some other generators. Like, let's check this out. So we've got... Oh, let's look at what's humorous. Oh, my God. Yes, this is going to be a comedy of errors. Come on, computer. Do your thing. Um, Evil animal minions. Yes, ab- absolutely. Yep. yep. Okay, here we go. Um, <sighs> Release here. the radioactive ninja wildebeests that can interface with electronic... Oh, sorry. <laughs> With electronic oh, devices. Yeah. Release the miniature horses that can emit electrical bursts. Oh, nice. We must tell Dana about our new invention. Yes, we must. Absolutely. Berserk um, teleporting vampire hippos powered by atomic energy. We should take just, a photo of this and send it to Dana. Tell her we're hard at work. Hard at work. Okay. Discovering yes. things to make her laugh. <laughs> we'll do that in a moment. Um, I feel like we're... we're uh, she's well whatever she'll the executive assistant she has to listen to all of these anyway so she has to yeah that's part of her job description that's how we keep our numbers up that's how we keep our numbers up (laughs) she runs around and listens to them on like five different devices in her house (laughs) pads our numbers yeah so when i said we have 60 listeners eh, maybe we have six she we just have, kind of makes up the rest of that. Right. This yeah, is like 50, th- this 54. is like the like when creepy people on the internet catfish and they like have well, I have 200 friends. They're all you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you spend all day logging into your own accounts to like like each other's things and comment on them because uh-huh. it's just you alone in your sad world oh, of God, internet. What a lot of work. It's so much work. <laughs> you guys were doing such good work. Such good you work. guys. Uh, <sighs> okay this one's kind of tickling me so release the super fast shape shifting mules that are immune to bullets (laughs) (laughs) just like what (laughs) like immune immune i don't think you understand immunity (laughs) exactly having a larry david future moment here right i don't think you understand what immunity is (laughs) oh that so we've had some good ideas around podcasts and i think um 
think it's time we like settle down and actually do some of the ones that are like very pun and word based. Uh, yeah. Like for instance, I, this one makes me think of, I can't remember what the idea was, but oh, mispronunciation of words. But I was thinking about, oh the, yeah, the like the mildly mis misused interpretation of words. So like being immune to bullets as opposed to like impervious, impervious to bullets. To bullets right. right. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yes, there's so many of them. Oh, here's one. Um, when people who work in the legal profession uh-huh. confuse statue, uh-huh. which is a figure of a person, yes. and a statute, which is a portion of law. Yes. Yeah. Please. Right. Please. My God. Get your shit together. The law is literally about things being written out clearly. Mm-hmm. So can we just start with that? Right. I don't know how many times I've witnessed that Ugh, firsthand where I'm rough. like, do you mean statute? <laughs> Release the genetically engineered house cats that can emit electrical bursts. Oh, so there's house cats and miniature horses emitting electrical bursts. This is great. Uh, hilariously, cats and horses get along. So this is not a conflict for us at all. Oh, this is great. They'll right. synchronize their electrical bursts, I'm sure. Right. They'll be they'll be an unstoppable force. Cats and horses. <laughs> That's their theme song. That's it. They That's didn't have time cat, to write it. Cats and horses. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of catchy. Well, th- right after that, it's it would... It's unresolved, but it's... Well, right after that, you'd be busy being electrocuted. So, exactly. Yeah, because they're so you, fast and sneaky. You can't hear anymore, so... Right? The theme song is of no relevance after that point. <sighs> after the introduction, it's all over. <laughs> Oh, this is good. Release the anthropomorphic, insane, regenerating robot manatees. Oh, God. This one's bizarre. It's so bizarre. Stealthy bunnies with laser eyes. Uh Uh-huh. Sneaky assassin slugs. Nice. Oh, that one's super good. That is really good. Sneaky assassin slugs. I saw some slugs in my worm bin the other day, and I was like, what are you guys doing in here? They're, They're not supposed to be in there. No. Well, how'd they get in? I don't know. They must have like crawled up from outside or something, but I, I don't think they, I don't think they hang out in there. I think the worms are so massive in there mm. that they generally like push out other species. Like they come yeah. in occasionally, but they, they quickly realize that they're no competition for the math, massive writhing ball of worms that live in my worm bin. Yeah. yeah. Um, We've got palmetto bugs, so that's cute. That is cute. Yep. What do they look like? They're like three inch long cockroaches. Oh, those ones. Yeah. It's not nearly as fun. No. Do they eat or like digest anything that is of value? No, I mean, mean, is there existence of value? Usually when you have like other household roaches. Yeah. They come in like large groups because they're trying to maintain a population. Right. In the case of palmetto bugs, they're kind of just like arboreal tree dwelling ginormous solitary-ish cockroaches mm-hmm. like you can get an infestation of them i believe but it's not like the type of infestation where like you go in your kitchen and you turn on the lights and shit runs across the countertop and scatters uh-huh. you know i think they're yeah. more like giant beetles that happen to also be cockroaches technically but they don't right. swarm and infest your house the way that tiny like german roaches do Right, right. Like they don't live in massive colonies or something. No. So So we've had two in the house over the last two days. Some friends in Texas get them all the time. They come down the chimney. Right. And so they're kind of like these weird straggler species where they don't, they're not like, 
they're not driven by exponential population explosions like yeah. like like how regular roaches are statistically impossible because supposedly they can like sexually mature before they ever actually have to eat anything. Yes, it's crazy. <clears throat> Which feels like it violates the laws of physics. Well, so <laughs> I actually did a little research into this. Oh, onto that claim? Yeah, and it's true, but the way that it works is that um they're born with enough and it, so the first generation is yes. born with enough biological energy to reach sexual maturity, right? Yes, period. And so Just period. Full stop. And so then they're able to lay more eggs, but those eggs are do not have like oh, if you can think about it as like Oh, it's a diminishing return. It's a diminishing return. Like if they're not able to feed at some point, they will they will dwindle and die. Okay. But they're they're able to like a well-fed roach is able to lay enough offspring that will then divide themselves again before they have to eat again. Right. If that makes sense. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it is diminishing returns, but it's not, um, it's not obviously outside the bounds of thermodynamics. It's That's, just okay. a super amazing adaptation. The fact that it's like, and you think about how this works, it's like, so, I, you know, I'm born and I exist and I'm like, well, I didn't find any food, but I can already lay two offspring mm -hmm. or basically subdivide myself into multiple offspring. Right. And so even though I might die of starvation, those three or four will go off in their own directions. And if one of them finds successful, food, good job, genes keep to go, keep getting right. to go forward. Right? right. So, yeah, I mean, the cockroach is a freaking amazing, amazingly bizarre insect mm -hmm. um yeah. i'm i'm not freaked out by the palmetto bugs they move fucking fast yeah yeah now that you um, i just forgot that that's what people call them i think people yeah call i them think like water bugs sometimes or something no those are different those are different okay so um then i don't water bugs are fucking terrifying really big though right damn are they ever yeah they're in minnesota they're yeah. everywhere i think but they have they eat minnows they're a bug that is what? large enough to go fishing for minnows and eat them as a main food source. Hmm. They are terrifying. Yeah. Um, we found a dead one in a rainbow foods parking lot one time and we brought hmm. it home because it's enormous. I mean, it's, it's such a large creature yeah. that when you see it just in the environment, it catches your eye. You're like, what the hell is that thing? It's right. a giant fucking bug. Uh -huh. Like, you never, they live in streams and ponds and places so maybe, where there's. Maybe I'm thinking of a different, I don't think I've ever seen a water bug like that. Oh, they are fucking terrifying. Yeah. I mean, they are, um, they have these jaws and these like kind, they remind me a bit of a praying mantis, except uh -huh. they're able to like swim underwater okay, and like I've definitely not hunt, seen one of those. hunt small fish. They're wow, incredible. Yeah. Um, I've seen them twice in my life in person. One oh. time was in that dead in the parking lot. Yeah. And then the other time was, um, in high school, I was running down the hill outside of our high school. Mm -hmm. And I, because I was running downhill, I was taking very large strides. Yeah. Um, and I jumped through one of my strides running downhill. I stepped I totally randomly, accidentally, didn't see it coming. I stepped over a giant water bug in the grass. And so the next like two or three footsteps, I was like screeching to a halt to turn around and be like, what the fuck was that? And, and I, I mean, I saw it in a dead run downhill uh -huh. in the grass. That's Ooh. how big they are. Wow. I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah. They were nasty. Yeah. They will pinch. I think that they can cut your finger off. No, that's crazy. 
like I, yeah. I if if they decided to chomp on you the way they chomp on like a baby fish or something yeah, or a can, minnow they, they would quite a lot of i think they would inflict considerable damage to like a human finger uh-huh. i don't know this for sure but they're big so well when i did a little google search um what you call a water bug i don't know when i call okay. a water, when i refer to a water bug like the first thing that comes up is oriental cockroach well let me see that Oh no, that is not what I know. Yeah, so that looks like a roach. That's just like a cockroach. Yeah, um, and people call them water bugs. Yeah, because they're often like around water. Are you talking about oh. like that? Yes. Okay, so this this that bug, fucking thing, giant water bug, and let me see if I can. Tara, when you flipped the phone around and I saw it, I was just like, "That's it. <laughs> That's the one." Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like. I would kind of describe it as like a very large cockroach mm-hmm. with like insane, insane jaws of life fighter like mandibles sticking out of its forehead like giant bullhorns that yeah, are yeah. it's fucking terrifying. So, um it's yeah, like they are it's like we did a scary bug generator and that thing fucking came out. Yes, exactly. Sorry for flashing the photo at you. Um all right, anyway. Still not as freaky as camel spiders. Yes, I would agree. Camel spiders are pretty terrible. Camel spiders are the worst thing on the planet, I think, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think hands down, they're the worst. I don't know. Maybe. They're just like alien chest bursters from the movie. They really kind of are, aren't they? Yeah, they're pretty terrifying. Um, So when Dead Nate was pre-dead, he was on a bunch of tours and overseas in desolate, gross places. Um, and I say gross, not because of the people who occupy them, but gross because of the geographic landscape and the fact that there are things like camel spiders there. And ca- yeah. and he said that when he was, um, he used to operate like the machine gun on a truck or a Humvee or whatever. Uh-huh. He said that a, he was with someone who discharged their weapon inside of one of those vehicles at a camel spider because they were stuck inside with it. Oh God! Really? They're terrifying. Yeah, they are like they don't make any sense when you look at them. Uh huh. Yep. And they—they're all of the worst aspects of predatorial spiders. Yeah. Poured into a, another, even worse than spider thing. Right. Like, yeah. if you think spiders are as bad as it gets, look up. Don't do it. Wind just scorpions. Do yourself a favor. Solifuges. Solifuges, uh-huh. which are a type of arachnid, essentially. Solifuges. Yeah. Wind, sp- wind scorpions, camel spiders, they're all in the same family. Ugh. And yeah. when we used to spend a lot of time in a desert environment, yes. I saw these and I, it took me, yeah. me forever to convince other people that they were real and that they were around us at all times. Yes. Yeah. So when you're out having a great time, just know those fuckers are running around by your feet in the darkness. Right. Yeah sitting around telling your like campfire story tales there they are there they are and they go up vertical surfaces too yeah real easy real easy yeah yeah <sighs> watch out for those yeah nothing that we come up with in this like minions generators i mean if i could control an yeah. army of camel spiders as my minions uh-huh maybe maybe M- maybe that just seems like the type of thing where if it was offered to you and you accept it, it would have heinous, unpredictable consequences. Oh, yes. 
Right. Would you like to be the camel spider queen? Uh, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> what am I? What, what? What? What do I have to do here? What are my objectives? Yeah. I. I mean, I think the number one consequence that I can think of is I would never sleep again, which would have its own problems. Oh my god. Oh, just just terrifying. They're hard to kill too. Yeah. Really um, hard to kill. Release the regenerating insane psychic geckos powered by atomic energy. <laughs> Throat ripping psychic bunnies immune to bullets. Sneaky genetically engineered badgers that spit poison darts. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Just seems like a lot of biological energy for not a lot of payout. <laughs> Can they aim those poison darts? I don't know. I, I would assume so. I mean, we're living in a fantasy world. They might as well do all the great, cool things. Miniature psychopathic assassin sheep that live to destroy. <laughs> I love the like the the extra bits of information that are just sort of redundantly added on. Um, I mean, this is the nature of procedurally generated content, right? right? And one of the reasons that um, it's it's so hard to create a a convincing artificial intelligence. Right. Because yeah. they're having, I mean, in a way, this is a kind of thing where it's trying to respond with like human, like responses that look vaguely human created. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, this is pretty rudimentary. It's like probably just a couple of different word lists with some basic rules about how to combine words. And then yeah. here you go. Um, this one, this particular one is not as great as some of the others. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's okay. Um, like the one we were just on before this was super good. The, yeah, the, the medical, the weird medical generator and yep. the like intergalactic themed, like spaceship themed. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I know what you mean. Technology. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, here's one. Should we look at the books? Yeah. Let's see if what this <clears throat> looks like. I mean, oh. I think we know a thing or two about writing books. <laughs> right. So. So this is what book titles. So. Current studies of a rock's muscular system. <laughs> An account of the foreign commoners of the duchy. duchy. Hunting habits of the manticore and the etin. Unexpected dissimilarities. Oh, this is great. Black magic for sorcerers. That's pretty, pretty great that it came up with that. Maybe Current that's... studies of a hydra's hunting habits. Uh-huh. This one's excellent. Falsehoods about the birth goddess. It's awesome. An encyclopedia of alchemy. I want that. Where I do I that. get we that? We need to write that. Where what do did I you get... think about my book idea about the um, hexes for modern modern times? I love this because I think it like kind of expands on the idea that I had of like writing a book of spells. Yeah. And like in a particular direction that I think is really fun. Yeah. 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 Um, um, the domestic application of remedial invocation. What does that even mean? <laughs> It's where you get punished by your mom. That's where you get punished by your mom. It's basically getting in trouble at home by your mom. <laughs> getting in trouble with your mom. Oh, here we go. We want a chance of <gasps> chance of extra. So this one has a couple of things. Oh, sorry. There was one more. The philosophical histories of the provinces. That's great. We should write um, after <laughs> we've been doing. Oh, go ahead. The longbow. A discussion of manufacture. <laughs> That's awesome. We should do. Um, these sound like dissertations. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, here we go. So, so we've got different types. We've got mixed library, general fantasy, oriental fantasy, 
history and related fantasy magic mystical text so this where, where we are we said it before but i'm just going to repeat it we're at seventh sanctum.com so seven as in the number seventh yeah well it's spelled out so the the it's it's the S-E-V-E-N-T-H domain name is spelled out seventh sanctum.com yes um okay here we go so let's do theology monotheistic let's include information on the book's quality of information okay let's give it a 20 percent chance of having extras in the book and then let's see what we get okay so Mm. wait hold on why is this oh wait you think i don't the legendary rituals of the eternal almighty this book is clear due to the well-done illustrations that compensate for the bad illustrations sitting down with it will reveal it has little useful information to make things worse one will eventually discover that the contents are less than original the all-wise maker's legend this book is very easy to understand due to incredibly well done and helpful illustrations a short look at the book will show that it has no useful information (laughs) i mean this is the nature of like random generators right it's It's just just nonsense it's just nonsense eventually it breaks down I feel like at one point I'd read um, someone had created a, a random dissertation generator that wrote like whole dissertation. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. I, this will be have to like, you should make a note so we can look this up. And yes. Do maybe a okay. Whole dissertation generator. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember all the details of it, but I do remember someone was talking about it. So that makes me think of that fucking movie with Jeremy Piven PCU where he like sells papers to students at the college oh i don't think i've seen that is it good um no no okay it's like a dude movie from like the 90s or something but like somebody comes in and they bring in like they come to him at the last minute to like buy papers out of desperation and Uh one of them is like somebody needs a a term paper for sanskrit and he's like you're majoring in a six thousand year old dead language get out of (laughs) here that's kind of (laughs) great it's like he hands him something else like here's the this is the best i can do and it's like something about i don't know some something not that right 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 that's pretty great (sighs) i got here's latin it's the best i can do here's latin it's the best i can do um the present chronicle of the capital. This book is easily understandable thanks to incredibly well done and helpful illustrations. Okay, so that we, I get it. We, this is a little short pool. Yeah, yeah, it's a kind of a short pool on the the nature of the yeah. Yeah. Um, the forgotten warlords of the states. That's good. The all knowing cannibal gods enemies. That sounds terrifying. It does sound terrifying. All knowing cannibal god. Bizarre. The Territory's Legendary Soldiers. The Codex of Transfiguration. This is... I I have to say, this podcast may not be that the most interesting one we've done. I feel like we've kind of devolved into just sort of reading. We're just entertaining ourselves now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get get on with the... uh, (laughs) We either need to wrap it up or we need to get some some kind of point across here. Um, Well, I think my Well, the point is you can spend 50 minutes of your life. Yes, just staring at random generated words. Staring at randomly generated words at seventh, what is it? Seventhsanctum.com. Seventhsanctum.com. Yeah, fantastic. Fabulous Um, for storytelling. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was also thinking about um, 
just the nature of like procedurally generated content is mm-hmm. a really fascinating topic to me. Um, Let's you know, talk a little bit more about that then. Like one of the games um, that I've been working on for quite a while now, and hopefully it will eventually come to fruition, is this game called Maze Blasters that basically, right. um, it's a procedurally generated content game. Like it, it the mazes are generated from a procedural algorithm. I think mm-hmm. I've talked about it a little bit. I don't know if I've talked about it with you or whether we've talked about it on the podcast with you before. Um, yes. Anyway. But I don't know yes to what. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, I it's just been a long-standing like interest of mine um, around programming is procedurally generated content. Um, yeah, I just think it's a really fascinating thing to explore. the The thing that I have the most experience with is generating mazes, and mazes are an interesting problem because you have to to have a complete maze. There needs to be, um, I think, the definition of a true complete maze is that. For even for any given two points in the maze, mm-hmm. there's only one path. One path, yes. Yeah, but there's always a path. There's no point that's separated. If if there's a point that is no not accessible from one side of the maze to the other, those are two distinct mazes. Then, um, yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah. So the thing, um, yeah. So we should probably just try to wrap up. I suppose. Do you have any tips for living well in hell that mm. relate to procedurally generated content? Procedurally generated content describes pretty much everybody's everyday life in hell right like i I was thinking about um like ways of ways of injecting joy into your own life mm -hmm. um or ways of creating novelty oh around things that you already have to do i mean this is i'm just kind of thinking i mean this is a problem i have with my own self of like you know being the owner of an adhd brain means that i need to find novel ways of doing things over Care and, and over feeding again. feeding of your ADHD brain model. Yes, exactly. Care Scheduled maintenance. Of Scheduled maintenance, exactly. ADHD brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Maybe that's one of the reasons I've always been kind of drawn to the procedurally generated content is that um, it might be a way to gamify my life a little bit when I have to do, mm. you know, one thing that I'm really bad at is doing repetitive tasks. Right. Um, and sometimes those things are just necessary in your life. You know? Can you lump your repetitive tasks together into an Uber task that you only accomplish? I don't know. Well, so I, one thing I've noticed is a lot of the recommendations around um, like tips and tricks for like dealing with ADHD seem to be about like fooling yourself. Yeah. And I find that to be incredibly difficult. I don't know if um, I just find it to be, it's like, oh, if I just tell myself that this is a different experience, I just, it doesn't work. Yeah. My brain's just like, no, it's not. You're still washing dishes. Yeah. You're not fooling anyone. Yeah. Your, your shitty reward, like who's, you know, you're not stopping me from having that reward at the end without doing the dishes. So that's what I'm going to do. Right. I'm just going to eat the ice cream. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, what it, what the problem is, is that it doesn't, um, I think a lot of them, like a lot of the trips tick, tips and tricks and the ideas about working around the problem of ADHD is that um, a lot of them don't work because they really, in the end, they, they require willpower, which is something that ADHD brains have very little of. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, everybody has a finite amount. We start out the day with less, even less than that. Yeah. And so you can fool yourself into thinking that those tricks work for you, but really all they are is just a way for you to get a handle on how to apply willpower, but you still only have a finite amount. Yeah. And when you run out of it, it doesn't matter how many of those tricks and cool things you have. You're not going to do any of them. 
because in the end your brain's like nope i know the shortest path you putting this block in the way i'm just gonna move it yeah just the minimal amount and then the next time and if your goal and like one of the things that i've tried in the past is like oh okay well i need a block move so i'll just put it in the way so that i have to move it in order to do the thing yeah and that movement of the block is the work that i'm looking for out of myself the next time I won't allow myself to put it there. I will find ways of preventing myself from blocking my access to the things that I want. You're just like boxing yourself all the time. Yeah, exactly. And it's just infuriating and frustrating. So um, anyway, yeah. I forget why. Oh, so tips for living well in hell. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, you know, find ways. So the only tip that I find that works really well is just finding it kind of hilarious that that's the way my brain works and like laughing at the absurdity of how like undermining it is to my own nature and like existence yeah. and how, you know, it's kind of like, you know, every morning I stub my toe really hard in the same place and I just have to laugh about how stupid and absurd that is. And why don't I just move the bed? And every time I move the bed, I put it back in the, at night and go stub my toe again, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Like yeah. it's kind of self-defeating, um, self-defeating. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's hysterical. Well, it is. <laughs> It's pretty funny. If it's not funny, it's really sad. And so I'd rather it was really funny. You could be laughing 63% more of the time. Right. And that's what I'm going to keep trying to choose. Excellent. So, excellent. Okay. 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 Bye.